Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. I want to welcome Asa Murphy back onto the radio station. Now, I don't know if anybody realises, um, a few weeks back, you might remember, I ended up getting a lift into work with Ricky Tomlinson and we, we did a bit of a carpool karaoke and Asa was in the back of the car sitting next to me. Hi, Asa. Hi, Trina. Nice to, nice to see you. Love you. Okay. What a morning we had getting into work that day. I tell you what, it was, it was a real experience. Oh, it was a bit mad, wasn't it? But it was good fun. It was yeah. great. Uh, we had a sing song. We sang "You'll Never Walk Alone." Lead vocals by Asa Murphy and Ricky Tomlinson. That's right. Uh, best, best song in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to tell he's a Liverpoolian. Might be able to tell by his accent. <laughs> we were so busy singing "You'll Never Walk Alone," we never even got a chance to talk about the show um, that's going to be coming here really, really soon. So, tell me about it. It's called Irish Annies. Yes, uh, we're, we're really excited uh, in April to come over to Ireland with a show that I wrote during the lockdown here in Liverpool. And it's basically based upon sort of my Liverpool Irish roots. My family originate from Cork and Tralee and then uh, came over to Liverpool here. And then when I was about 19, my parents went back to Ireland and the other half of my family were raised in Mitchellstown okay. in County Cork. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got a real sort of Liverpool Irish uh, family. Obviously, being a Murphy is a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> and um, and so I wrote I wrote the, the musical comedy about a local pub uh, and some of the characters that came in and out of the pub and the stories they had in their lives. And that's how Irish Annie's came about. So it's, it's a musical comedy, but it also has moments of pathos and moments of... Uh, you know, you learn a little bit of a lesson about sort of people's lives and the stories yeah. behind them as well. Do you know what's funny? When you have Irish family and, you know, your family's moved away, you almost kind of appreciate the Irishness even more, don't you? Because when we live here, you kind like, you might not really appreciate how great it is to be Irish. Well, yeah, very much so. And I mean, the, the one thing in my family is we've all been very proud of our, we're all very proud of our Irish heritage and, um, and obviously being from Liverpool as well. But it's become, I think as I've got older, I've, I've become more and more sort of uh, attached to the Irish side of, of my family yeah. and the origins of, of, of the history of my, my grandfather, uh, Michael Murphy. He was in a, a regiment called the Connaught Rangers they were a very famous Irish regiment and he, and he fought in the First World War and he fathered my dad when he was 70 years of age. So I, <laughs> I think it must have been the Guinness. Did you say 70 as in 70? Seven, 70, 70, yeah. He had Past 10 children. age. Yeah, exactly. He, uh, he had 10 children and my dad was the last and he was 70 when he fathered me dad. And, uh, and so we've got this really interesting sort of history, but... Um, so it was quite easy for me to sort of to look into the, me, me past and the family's history and the characters that um, I was aware of that drank in this local pub in Mitchellstown and uh, sort of delve into the interesting characters that, that frequent pubs and the fact that you can't always judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And sometimes you can look at someone and think you know the story and you don't. And that's that's Irish Annie's has got that about it. We've got the fun aspect. We have a live Irish band on stage and they play all the sing-along songs we know. But also there are original songs in the show which I've written myself, which are brand new Irish songs, which just give it that little bit of a unique aspect as well. So the songs that we all know, tell me which ones you've included. 
Well, we have uh, the Galway Shawl, which is one of my favourite songs. We we also have Ricky Tomlinson sings When Irish Eyes Are Smiling, which is uh, good fun. Whiskey in the Jar. Um, we have Dirty Old Town. We have, what else do we have? Um, oh, the Black now. Velvet Band. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they're coming back to me now. Because I've got to learn them all again you soon. You better do, yeah. Yeah, so the interesting thing is as well, what we've done is, we give the audience a song sheet when they come into the theatre with the choruses of all the songs. Brilliant idea. Brilliant so, idea. So we expect them. In fact, Annie, played by a wonderful actress called Catherine Rice, Annie, the first thing she says is, when you're in Irish Annie's, you join in with all the songs. Yeah. She says, in fact, if you don't join in, you can get out. You get out. So, so it's she... sort of, you get out, yeah. So she's the landlady so in the in... pub, isn't it? She's the landlady. Yeah. She owns... She owns Irish Annie's and her story is her parents came over from Dublin, bought the bar, passed away and left it to Annie and Annie sort of runs the pub and also looks after the people who come in and out. So she's got like a duty of care to her customers and that's how you learn all about the people who drink in Annie's pub. I was watching, um, I, I, I haven't seen Coronation Street in a long time, but I was watching a little clip of Coronation Street the other day and they had the Rover's return was all boarded up and they yeah. were standing outside saying, oh sure, nobody goes to pubs anymore. It's no longer the place where people yeah. get together. And in some ways that's yeah. true. It's kind of sad, isn't it? Well, yeah, and it, it is a shame really because uh, funny enough, last night um, me and Ricky Tomlinson did the opening of a new gastro pub up in the Lake District uh, here in the UK and we had that very conversation with a few of the people who were, who were in there saying pubs are important places because they're not only places where people meet to drink but they're social centres as well so people come and, and see each other and pass the time of day and you know they're important places to be so it's a shame when you see pubs closing I think hopefully maybe if the economy improves, we'll see places reopening and, yeah. and, you know, they've always been a big part of, well, here in Liverpool, probably like Ireland, where I was brought up, which is right by Liverpool's ground, the main road was literally, there was a pub on every every corner. You know, you could, you could walk 10 yards and you were in another pub. Sadly, that's not as much the case now, you know. Can we go back a couple of steps, Asa? Because I need to find out more about your father being 70, 70 years yeah. of age when when uh, yeah. he fathered you. Would yeah. that have been a bit scandalous at the time or did anybody even bat an eyelid? I don't think anyone batted an eyelid, to be honest, because yeah. um, me, me, me grandmother was 43 at the time, so it was the last child she had. So it's just, a, I don't know, it was a very, we looked into the history of it. Like she said, she'd had 10 children, you see. And then, I don't know, obviously, he, he was still a, I was going to say, he was still a very active man, obviously. <laughs> and uh, and, he, and my dad was the baby of the family and, uh, and nothing was sort of said about it, you know. But I remember when my dad told me, because I never met my granddad, because obviously... Sorry, I, yeah, I sorry. I said your your dad fathered you at seventy, but it was your your granddad fathered your dad. It was my granddad, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I never I never got to meet him, but I remember my dad telling me and saying, "I said, what was my granddad like?" And he said, "Well, my memories of him were just a you know a very old man who used to um, he used to still wear his his army cap with the Connaught Rangers cap badge on it." which we have, we've still got it. Um, and a lot of people who know about Irish military history will know about the Connaught Rangers because they, they go they go back to you know the 1800s in Ireland and they were a very famous regiment and he was in that regiment. How old was he when he died then? He was 85 when he died. So, the, so, so my dad was 15. 15. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, even 15, yeah. I'm surprised. So I, know, I know, so is it interesting to look back at it and sort of 
you know, um, we went back and found his house actually in um, just outside Kalorglan in Tralee. Um, we found his original house where he was born and where his family were all from. And we went back there. It was only recently um, because my dad, God bless him, has now uh, got the beginnings of dementia. Mm. So we, we we decided before it got past the point, we all the lads, he's got seven boys, you see. So we decided to take him back yeah. to Ireland and we had this little journey all together. We hired a house in Kalorglan and we visited all the places that he, he, you know, he previously knew and loved. And it was a nice, a nice time to be reconnect with our roots again, you know. Yeah, I bet you you have family who are listening to you right now on the radio uh, because we broadcast yeah, that area yeah, as well. I have, yeah. I've got, you know, I've got my brothers there, Peter Murphy, and he's married a girl from Cork and they've got two children, Saoirse and Mabe. They've, they've never known anything else than, than living in Ireland. But yeah, it was a... Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was great to go over there and sort of, uh, like, say, connect. Well, a funny thing happened, though. One night, we walked into a pub in Kalorglan, and they were all tall lads. We're all over six foot. And as we walked in, the music sort of stopped, and they sort of looked at who it is, sort of six tall strangers just walked <laughs> in. I went up to the bar and ordered a pint, and as I ordered the pint with my Scouse accent, this fella said, oh, it's all right, the Scousers. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, it was almost like, they're not English, the Scousers. Yeah, we'll let them in. No bother at all. No bother. So you are coming to Ireland this tour. I'm just going to give out a few of the dates because you're going to be here in uh, April. The Civic Theatre in Tallinn, Dublin, the 2nd and 3rd of April. Liberty Hall in Dublin on the 4th of April. Crescent Hall there in Drada on the 6th of April. The Town Hall in Galway on the 7th of April. And the Everyman in Cork on the 8th and the 9th of April. Now, this is starring, as you mentioned, uh, yourself, Catherine Rice and Ricky Tomlinson. How did you end up being so pally with Ricky Tomlinson? Because we were all in the car together that day get the lift in and he's he's, yeah. he's great crack altogether 84 years of age an unbelievable Amazing. man how did you end he up, is an unbelievable up with Ricky? Man. because about 20 years ago Ricky opened a club in Liverpool called the Green Room it was a cabaret club mm. and at the time I was performing and touring with my band and he he, uh, he rang me up and said look I'd love you to do top of the bill here with your band so I went down to the green room met him had a cup of tea and we hit it off instantly and like you say there's like there's like a uh, 35 years between us but um, there's no generation gap we're like best mates so I hit it off with him straight away and I ended up headlining at his club like something like 16 times uh, over the eight, 10 years I was this and we sold it out every time and then I started doing other projects with him a little bit of writing and then I wrote Irish Annie's and I just thought I need one character who comes through the door that everyone knows and loves and cements the whole thing together. So I rang Ricky up and said, look, I've wrote this thing. I'd love you to be a part of it. And I thought he'd say no, because, yeah. you know, he's he's one of the most famous fellas. Well, you know, when you walk around Ireland with him, it's like being with the Pope. <laughs> it's un- it's unbelievable. When we were going so, into the office, so, actually, Ace, that day, when we got out of the car, we were walking into the office, I could uh, see all the builders were kind of looking and they're like, is it him? Is it not him? Is and it they, him? they were they yeah, were wanting to him. go up to him, weren't they? But you must have been getting that everywhere. It was everywhere we went, and he and he loves it as well. And yeah. he never refuses a picture or spends a bit of time with people. So anyway, that's what happened. I said, yeah. to, and he said, Asa, I'd love to do it. So we I went round to see him. We went through the script. We started the show off with a couple of performances and then it just took off. And last year we did, I think it was 18 dates last year and this year we're up to about 32, including Ireland. And for me, it's such a thrill to take a show that I wrote here in Liverpool over to Ireland. It's just a dream come true because I I love everything about the Irish people 
the culture, the music, and, and being a very proud Irish scouser, it's just a dream come true for me. Yeah. You're not even worrying about Ricky having the energy to do this with you next year, like into next April, because he's yeah. saying, like, he's not slowing down anytime soon. He says his missus won't let him retire, no. so he has to keep on doing it. No. But he's just so full You're of right. life and so, and I think that's, isn't it an amazing way to be? He says he loves every single day of his life. Yeah, that's what keeps him going. Uh, I interviewed him last night when we when we did the opening of um, this restaurant in in the UK last night. Mm. I interviewed him for forty five minutes, and you could hear a pin drop. And one of the questions I asked him at the end of the interview was, "When's it time for Ricky Tomlinson to slow down?" And he said, "Never." No. He said, "The day I slow down is the day they carry me out in a box." And he said, "Because this keeps me going, you know, mentally, physically." And he's up for it all. That you know, the week we were with you in Ireland, yeah. he never stopped. I mean, he stole the Late Late Show. Him and Daniel O'Donnell <laughs> were just brilliant. And and the beauty of it is, we hopefully we've got a little bit of a, a sort of verbal agreement for Daniel O'Donnell to make an appearance in Irish Annie's when we come over. Oh, because I saw that you do tend to have a special guest that will walk into the pub on occasion. That's right. Yeah. So it could be Daniel. Yeah. You never know where he might pop up. Brilliant. Well, that, that's it. And we, when I wrote the show, um, some of your listeners, the older listeners may remember a show called Cheers, which was based in a bar. In Boston, and basically yeah. The, yeah, in Boston. I wouldn't and say some the concept, of our older listeners, I'd say me. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, uh, you've got all those young, vibrant people in Ireland. But the, the basis of that show was it was a pub and anyone could walk in and there was celebrities would come in. So I sort of, that was my idea really, that you never know who's going to walk through the doors of Irish Annie's and that's what's going to happen in Ireland. We're going to have a series of special guests. I mean, I don't want to sort of spoil the surprise, but fingers crossed it looks like it's going to be Daniel O'Donnell. Nathan Carter is coming one of the shows. We've got the High Kings as well, who at the moment, one of the most successful Irish bands at the moment, who in all over the world tour and, and we've got lots of people who've sort of said yeah we'd love to walk through the door and I mean for me my dream would be Finbar I would love Finbar Fury to walk through the doors of Irish Annie's and give us a song <laughs> oh, I'm going to try amazing. my best it'd be amazing yeah I met him I met him last week and uh, I was invited down to the Irish Post Music Awards oh, yeah in London and I met Imelda May and I met Finbar and I met lots of these wonderful Irish artists um, Christy Dignam's daughter Kira Dignam yeah. as well who's just yeah. released a new album Kira yeah. and I met her and we, we're, we're both on the same record label so I met her and it was great so yeah it's exciting and all I'd say to your listeners is get your tickets fast because what happened with Irish Annie's last year was every single theatre sold out yeah no it's, I, I can see this one going in an instant as soon as we air this interview yeah. <laughs> uh, the tickets yeah. will be gone oh that was great that you such a good Imelda May another great uh, guest that we've had on the show she's a great storyteller as well and yeah, yeah she's I, wonderful I, I love one, people who can, big who can tell an our story yourself included Asa it's been so nice speaking to you today we were so oh, rushed likewise. we were so rushed the last it's day a, yeah, I said better yeah, than being squashed in the back of a car <laughs> sitting on your lap practically I said Asa I'm going to give you a buzz now I'm going to give you a buzz in a week or two and we'll have a proper chat oh, to lovely. find out so thanks for coming back yeah. on and I give oh, you welcome all the info and don't forget don't forget to come and see you we'll, we'll, we'll sort your tickets out for Annie's uh, come, come backstage have a cup of tea with Rick and it would be lovely to see you would absolutely love to you're very good alright Asa Murphy what, by the way is there a website or anywhere we can get all the details? There is, the yeah. It's yeah. just it's just irishannies.com. I will remember that. So www.irishannies.com. All the info's on there, all the dates, and also you can click on the link to the theatre. It'll take you directly to the theatre to buy your tickets.
Oh, perfect, perfect. Asa, see you soon. Pleasure. Take care. Thank you very much. It's Ireland's Classic Hits Radio.